don't be afraid to, you know, ask for help when it's in right. need. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. It is it is eight fifteen, and uh, I wanted to uh, uh, and and reach out to you all. Of course, I wasn't able to be with you all last week because I was out of town. Hanging out with my mom, and um, I wanted to thank oh, Reverend Kelly Baptist for um, for for stepping in for me, and yeah. so um, I'm appreciative of that. It is great to see you all, and of course we want to continue to have you all to invite people to join us. As far as our call is concerned, uh, I think this is a good time of prayer, and when we do go back into the church. In in in, a, in several weeks, uh, we're going to keep this up on every Wednesday night. Is that all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, it is. Thank you. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Thank you, Well, let's 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 get started as far as a devotional moment. I want to read to you um, several passages of scripture. The first one is John 3, verses 1 through 8. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The winds blow where it wishes, and you can hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Uh, Romans eight seventeen, And if children and heirs and heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we shall also be glorified with him. And then 1 John 5, 1 through 5. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him, who begots also loves him who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. His commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Tonight, uh, my, my sisters and brothers in, in the faith, each and every one of us face some fears in our lives. Financial difficulties, sickness, bad relationships, or just basically not knowing what's going to happen the next day. Some of us have some fears that are internally driven. 
feeling that we're not good enough, that we don't please God enough, uh, fear of being alone. And if we're not careful, even as Christians, we can live, wind up living a life filled with worry and fear. Can I tell you this is not what God wants for us? God gave us his perfect love so that we can live in confidence instead of fear. What you and I must understand is that the God we love and we serve is in control of our lives. And we can be assured that one day God will handle our enemies and God will lift us from our concerns. How do you and I, as sons and daughters of God, have the confidence that God can take care of our needs and help us to deal with our concerns? First of all, if you're saved, it's already taken care of. See, when you and I are saved, just as I read in John chapter 3, we are born and birthed into the family of God. We are heirs of God and we are joint heirs of Christ. And do you realize what a blessed privilege it is to be a joint heir with Christ? To be a joint heir with Christ means that you and I have access to the very same things that Jesus has access to. This means that God has provided everything we need for life and for godliness. In other words, God will take care of our physical and spiritual needs. And God has also promised us eternal life when we place our confidence in Christ. As sons and daughters of God, God is our Father. We can always please God. We are more than enough. We can keep God's commandments because we love God. And when we realize that the sufficiency of the relationship that we have with God through Christ's redemption, you and I have nothing to be afraid of. You don't need to be anxious or worried for anything. And even when we mess up, even when we sin, God forgives us if we confess our sins to God. Living a Christian life, being a disciple of Jesus Christ, becomes a lot clearer when we understand our salvation. Therefore, keeping the commandments of God should no longer be hard because we do it out of love for God. When you are born again for real, we have victory in our lives over the world, over the culture, over sin, over Satan, and over death itself. God pours the rain of his salvation into the deep reservoirs of our heart. And this rain fills our heart with so much faith that it overflows like a riverbank, flowing to others. To have this confidence, just remember who you are in Christ through salvation. To have this confidence, just remember you gave your life to Jesus so that Jesus can live inside of you through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. That's what it means to be born again. And when you're born again, you begin to grow. So on tonight, 
I just want to go back to basics. And I just want to encourage you, my brother and my sister. Claim the gift of your salvation. Don't forget that you are saved and that you're growing in the strength, the love, and the likeness of Jesus Christ to become all that God would have for you to be. In other words, if you're saved and because you're saved, act like it, live like it, love like it, and expect like it. As we prepare as we prepare to go to the Lord in prayer, uh, if you would share your prayer concerns and then we will lift up our concerns to God. St. Paul Church family. Thank you. Mary Howie, all the all Mary Alexander. Morrison family. All right. I have to take time and just pray for myself. Amen. Lost family. Pray for the whole. Pray for the world. Yes. The Harrison family. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, um, we come to you on this night, and we thank you for the gift of your salvation, which offers us eternal life. We know that's already taken care of. But what some of us fail to understand, oh God, is that because of the gift of salvation, we can live a life that is beyond imagination in this world, a life filled with the supernatural and the miraculous, a life filled with your power and your purpose, a life filled with your passion. That despite of all our fears and our worries, oh God, that because we are saved, you have promised us something that we cannot even begin to imagine. And that is, oh God, a sense of peace and joy, regardless of what comes our way. And so tonight, oh God, uh, for those of us that have this relationship with you, by confessing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and believing that you have raised him from the dead, claiming that salvation which is ours. For those of us tonight who take seriously our walk with you and want to grow and become all that you would have for us to be, the prayers that have been lifted up to you tonight, O oh God, in a very uh, meaningful way, we pray right now, God, for each and every person that has lifted up a concern that you will address their concerns as you see fit. We know you're sovereign, O oh God, 
We know you can do anything but fail. And so, Lord, you're so much God that even as each and every one of us were lifting up our prayer concerns, you could separate who had what prayer concern and deal with it accordingly. We pray, oh God, that you will move according to your divine purpose and will. God, I pray you will bless each and every person that is on this call right now in the name of your son, Jesus. Bless them, oh God, for taking time away from their schedules to fellowship for a short moment, to listen to a little devotional, to bow our heads in prayer, to bring our concerns before you. God, forgive us of our sins, the sins of thought, word, and deed. Forgive us of our sins, the sin of omission and the sin of commission. And God, empower us to grow so we will sin less and become more like Christ. Now, God, uh, as we prepare to leave from this call, we pray that you would grant us great night rest. Empower us to do what you have assigned our hands, heads, and hearts to do tomorrow so that whatever we do, you will get the glory out of it. Someone will be, 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 be blessed by it, and we will grow from it. It's in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray, and in his name we claim it done. Amen. Thank you, Reverend. All right. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Love you too.